In today's episode, we're talking all about balance. We're diving headfirst into the realities of finding a balance between work, life, daily routines, our struggles, and everything in between. How do we have time to fit everything in in just 24 hours? How do we juggle our businesses, marriage, healthy habits, editing, shooting, emails, so much more? If you struggle with finding a balance, and trust us, we've been there because it's not easy, then this episode is for you. You're listening to the Equipped Creatives Podcast with Tony from Tony Marie Photography and Julia from Julia Kathleen Photography. Two girls from opposite coasts who started their photography passions in high school have since turned their hobbies into full-time photography and education businesses. Whether you're a photographer, creative entrepreneur, or you simply just want to hang out and talk about life together, you're in the right place. This podcast will leave you feeling inspired, prepared, and most importantly, equipped to take on your creative dreams. Welcome to the Quit Creatives Podcast. This is episode three, and today we are so excited to talk with you about something that has honestly been a struggle for both of us, and it's something that we've had to work towards, and we are still working towards, and it's something that I think everybody can relate to at some point in their life, and that is work-life balance. Yes, this is so important, especially right now, because I feel like hustle culture is such a big thing, and there's like so much social pressure on us right now, especially with social media always pressuring us to be doing something exciting, to be hustling hard, making tons of money, all of those things. And it's like that motto, I'll sleep when I'm dead. And I'm just like, no, thank you. Like, (laughs) I like my sleep. No, thanks. (laughs) Amen to that. But it's so true. Our culture truly glamorizes like the grind and It's almost like we're idolizing this idea that work is everything, and ultimately, that leads to burnout, as we know, stress, even lack of motivation, unfulfillment, and so on. Definitely, and maybe you're in a season right now where you feel like it's just super busy and you're overwhelmed. Maybe you're feeling really burnt out and there's no balance in your life, and like honestly, I feel like we've been in that season All year, I know Tony and I have talked about this. Yeah, definitely. I think especially just because like coming off of um, 2020 and just having a pandemic kind of ruin everybody's plans and schedules and kind of having to um, pivot a little bit in those routines and your schedule, it's definitely something that has thrown everybody off a little bit. So um, yeah, I definitely think that you know, don't get us wrong. There's a certain level of hustle that is good. Um, We have to work hard to make a living and that's a good thing. But we're just saying don't make work and hustling an idol. And hustle culture is something that is more self-centered and it's more let me drive myself to like be the, like make the most money I absolutely can. But we believe that our strength comes from God and our fulfillment and purpose comes from God. So by no means are we perfect at this. And like I said in the beginning, we definitely are working towards having a better work-life balance. Um, It's never going to be perfect, but hopefully we can encourage you guys today and give you some tips that might help. Yes. And we have some practical tips that we're going to share with you today that have helped us in our lives 
and in our businesses. And we're hoping that this will help you find a little bit of that work-life balance in your own life and business. So let's get right into it. And we're going to get into tip number one, which is we need to be mindful when we plan. This is the first step in creating a healthier work-life balance. So just diving into tip number one, setting office hours is huge. If I didn't do this, I know I could work all day, every day, because I actually love work so much and I truly enjoy it. So I could just work all day if I didn't stop myself. <laughs> Tony, you're probably like that too. Oh, you know I'm like that girl. Like, <laughs> absolutely. Doing emails at 11 o'clock at night, though, is probably not the healthiest thing to be doing. And mm, I've been yes. there. <laughs> Definitely not the most fun doing emails at 11 o'clock or something like that. But <laughs> I think that setting office hours is definitely huge because it creates boundaries for yourself and it sets expectations for your clients. And another point under this point of being mindful when we plan is to leave some days open in your weeks and months in advance so that you don't feel guilty taking days off like last minute because it's so important to have days off. And as an entrepreneur, it's very easy to forget to have a day off or to just overbook yourself. So to kind of avoid that, um, putting like days on the calendar in advance to block off or day off or to be with your family or whatever it may be is really, really healthy. It helps you not completely book yourself out and then leave you burnt out. You're listening to the Equipped Creatives Podcast, equipping you to take on your creative dreams. Find out more at equippedcreatives.com. Now back to the show with your hosts, Tony and Julia. Yeah, for sure. Tony, don't you schedule days off like a year in advance? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I actually do. I feel like I have to because like where I live with my market, um, people book like so far out in advance. They'll they'll book a year to two years, sometimes even three years. I've had inquiries for three (laughs) years in advance. And that to me is wild. I mean, it's good for you if you like are really on on top of things and you want to plan your next three years out, but Mm -hmm. I can't do that personally. So I don't, I have no idea where I'm going to be in three years or what life is going to look like at that point. So I definitely, I I definitely schedule things out in advance because I kind of like didn't do that as much last year. And I had almost no weekends off and that's when my husband's off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, that's when my husband's off. So we like our schedules were almost opposite, right? Because I would maybe mm-hmm. take like a Monday off because I didn't have anything going on that day. And so I just shot a wedding or two weddings that weekend. So I might take that day off. But then, you know, his day off wasn't my day off. So we, you know, didn't get to spend as much time together on as much as yeah. I would have liked to. So yeah, I definitely do that in advance. I'll take like maybe certain weekends good. <laughs> and like holiday weekends off in advance just so that I know when somebody like inquires about a certain date, I can look at my calendar and be like, no, I'm that's my day off and I have to prioritize that or else I will literally go crazy and book every single day. No, that's so. good. I know. I think you actually told me that tip and I was like, okay, I need to start doing that in my own life and yes. actually setting days off in my calendar. So that's mm. so good. Um, and just like going off of that too is 
just being present wherever you are. So if you're taking Mm. a day off, like don't be thinking about work. And I know that's really hard because I struggle with that all the time. Yeah. Because I feel like as an entrepreneur, like we're constantly thinking about work. We always are coming up with new ideas. Yeah. Um, We always have things popping into our heads. So if you're working, then be present at your job. Yes. Do your best at your job. Be present there. But if you're taking a day off, then maybe just like turn your phone off. Don't mm. think about things. Yeah. And, or don't think about things that are work related. Yeah. Like notifications off, email notifications off. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. That's- like I had to turn all of my notifications off. Me too. I just, I don't want <laughs> my just phone better. blowing up. Yeah. yeah, it's just better like so much for your mental health, which leads us into point number two, um, prioritizing your health mentally, physically, and spiritually, etc. by setting work boundaries. So we actually become healthier people when we have boundaries set in place because boundaries are a healthy thing. And so what I mean by that is your mental health and your physical health are totally connected. And I'm going to speak from personal experience, but I also know that this is true for a lot of other people because I feel like every time I've ever had any kind of conversation with anyone about this, um, like how your mental health and your physical health are connected, Everybody kind of always says the same thing. Anytime I've ever read a book about this or listened to a podcast, it's just always comes back to the same thing. And that is when you're mentally not taking care of yourself, it comes out physically in some kind of way. So I know that like we've had experiences of that. A lot of times like for people, it might come out looking like you get a lot of headaches or you have a lot of muscle tension or gut issues. Like there's literally a thousand ways that stress kind of forms and then leaves your body, (laughs) but, or I should say affects your body, but it definitely is something that is like actually medically true. So I, I think this is what I found in my own life that when I'm not setting healthy work boundaries for myself. Example A, not having office hours like we mentioned and kind of working whenever, however much until I'm literally ready to go to sleep like at 11, Mm -hmm. 12 o'clock at night. You just, you don't have certain boundaries set in place and you're saying yes to every job. You have no days off. You're not taking days of rest and, and days to reset mentally and physically then it it shows in your work like you're not going to be able to produce the absolute best that you can and your mental health is going to suffer therefore your physical health is also going to suffer so there's really no benefit at so all true. in being like a total workaholic that has no healthy boundaries like Julie and I both love to work like we just mentioned and we <laughs> we sure do We do. Like we, I mean, we think it's fun. We've found a passion and we've made it our career. And so it's fun to go to work for us and it's fun to create. And we're passionate about that. However, that cannot be our whole entire world Mm -hmm. because if we don't give ourselves days of rest and days to reset, then A, we're not going to be the best that we can be in our business. So our business is going to suffer. And B, 
we're going to suffer because we're constantly working and we just believe you're simply not made to work 24-7 and not have healthy boundaries. Like it's just not the way we were designed. Yeah, for sure. And I think that as Christians too, like God just, he calls us to live a balanced life altogether, not just in work, but um, Mm. spiritually, mentally, physically, all of those things. Yeah. So take time for yourself and to set some healthy boundaries so that your future self will thank you. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And tip number three is give yourself grace. And we fail at this time and time again. And like we mentioned earlier, things are never going to be perfect, but that's why it's so important to allow for change and flexibility in your schedule. And even in this busy season right now, like like we said, we've both struggled with finding balance, but that's why we can't stress enough why it's important to find a balance that works for you. Everybody's balance and work-life balance is going to look completely different. So it's important to find that that balance that works in your life and your business. Yeah. And just to piggyback off of that, just for one second, I feel like one of the biggest ways that you're going to be able to help yourself in this area of giving yourself grace is to stop comparing yourself to other people. That's so good. <laughs> what, what might be like, what might work for me might not work for Julia and what works for Julia might not work for you. Like, like she was saying, everybody is different. And so everybody's balance is going to look different. Everybody's life and family life and friend life and community life and health life, all of that is going to be different person to person. So there's no sense in comparing one to another. Like everybody Mm -hmm. is different. And so, yeah, just give yourself grace and you're going to be able to do that if you just stop comparing your success, your balance, your work to somebody else. Definitely. And just trying different things is also important just to figure out what works best for you. Point number four is you have to say no to some things. So your time is so valuable, like your time is your money. So think about the things that you're saying yes to and the things that you're saying no to and make sure that you are allowing some space in your schedule to say no to things. That is so good. Wait, don't you have a really good story about like about that? (laughs) (laughs) Girl, you know I do. (laughs) Yes, I want to hear Yeah. So I was one time shooting this wedding with another photographer. So he was actually the lead photographer. And I think I was second shooting for him. And we were talking about our schedules. And this is like pre-pandemic even. Mm -hmm. So we were like talking about our like schedules and how many weddings we take on and what the rest of our year was going to look like and all of that. And he, um, I asked him like, do you say no to any inquiries ever? Or do you just kind of like take on, like, how do you basically manage like your inquiries and do you just take on everything and anything? Do you cap mm-hmm. your weddings off at a certain number once you hit a certain point? I was just kind of curious. So I just wanted to ask him and he said that he would literally say yes to absolutely everything. He's like, for oh, me, no. <laughs> I know. And I was like, no. In my heart, I'm like, oh, oh that's no. not this, good. <laughs> this poor guy has no free time. But mm-hmm. 
I just, yeah, he said like he could not say no to the money. Like for him, it boiled down to like, I just can't say no to the money. And I mean, he was really passionate about like photography and he was a really happy guy. He didn't seem like he was sure like just completely money driven. Like it sounded Mm -hmm. like he was very, it seemed like he was very passionate about what he was doing, which is good. But he said that he would just book out every single day if he could, like every single weekend. And I was like, yikes, that's so, to me, that seems a little bit unhealthy and like you have no boundaries or like no boundaries. Yeah. And we've all been there at some point. (laughs) We've all been there at some point. And maybe you're not, yeah, like maybe you're not at the place where you can say no to everything. You know what I'm saying? Oh, definitely. Definitely. And like in the beginning of my photography career, like I will say, I'm pretty sure we talked about this in episode one, even like Uh we took on pretty much anything and everything that came our way, even things that weren't in the field that we necessarily wanted to be in, which is wedding and couple photography. Like Mm -hmm. we did everything under the sun. (laughs) We did real estate. We did newborn. We did everything. (laughs) Um, Tried it all. Tried it all, which is good first season, right? Because yep. for for a lot of different reasons. But I think ultimately, like he was a little bit older, more established in his career. So it was like, I think that's just mm. kind of the way that he did. And I'm not hating on his no, no, no. of like schedule or anything like that. For sure. But for me, it hit me. I'm like, whoa, for me, I couldn't do that. So I think it was important for me to realize that. And like we just said, everybody's balance is different. So maybe he has, that's like, true. Maybe, he, maybe he takes like three days off during the week. Like, I don't know. And he just wants that's to work true. all weekends. And that's totally fine. So everybody's balance is going to look different. Um, I don't know what what his balance looks like. I have no idea. I just know yeah, that he said that sure. he wanted to take on everything. And for me personally, that was not something that I could get down with because I think I would be totally burned out at the end of the year. For me. I think so, too. Me, too. So that's that. So you have to say no to some things, in in my opinion, and um, just, just know that, like, your time is your money. So sometimes the most valuable thing you can do for yourself is to actually say no so that you can reset, recharge, and be a better, like, version of you for your job, yeah. for the next job, you know? So – all that to say, I think that sometimes saying no is actually the most valuable thing that you could do for yourself. So, you know, because then you can actually, if you say no to something, you can sit down, recharge, rest, and then mm-hmm. do a better job at your next job because you aren't burnout. Yeah. You can give your all to your clients, which is yeah. so important. Be the best version of you, for sure. Mm-hmm. Tip number five is you can't do it all on your own. Oh, man, (laughs) this is a good one because it is so important to create systems, schedule things, outsource, all of those good things. And just what I mean by that is setting up things in advance to save you time later. And we're going to talk a little bit about like hiring an assistant building a team, all of that stuff in a later episode. But this is just a reminder that you can't do everything by yourself. 
Definitely. And in the beginning and for a very, very long time, Julia and I were doing everything by ourselves. So I think there's something to say that there was, there is a season and a time and a place for that when you're just getting started and maybe you don't have enough income to be able to hire people that you can outsource certain things to. At this point in our career, we do have a like VA and we also like have an editor that we use every once in a while for like we, yeah. we still edit some of our sessions, but some of them we will yeah. outsource when things get really busy. Um, and we have an accountant, we have a bookkeeper. So, you know, right. there's We've built built up that team to help us. For sure. Exactly. Exactly. And in, in return, that has given us a lot of time back into our life. Um, yeah. So I think that if you are in a place where you can't outsource right now, like you can't afford to do that, that is 100% okay. But I'm telling you right now, if you keep at it, you will get to that point where you won't have a choice. You'll be so right. You will reach the point of burning out. And before you do that, if you outsource, you can you won't you won't get burnout. So if you right. can continue to work really, really hard and think in your business or whatever it is is starting to grow, you will eventually hit that point. Like it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of yeah, when. Yeah, that's true. So and just keep that in yeah. mind. Yeah, for sure. And like if you aren't in that place yet where you can pay an assistant or build a team and all of that, then what helped me in the past was just creating systems for myself. And mm. for example, like creating email templates. So I had those email templates already saved on my computer so I could send them out to clients and do things a little bit easier so I don't have to write a full email the next time I'm reaching or I'm emailing a client. Um, yeah. So just like things like that, like anything that you can do to create some kind of system, create some kind of template, set yourself yeah. up for success in the beginning. And obviously, like it does take a little bit of extra time in the beginning to set those things up. But if you do that in the beginning, you will thank your future self. <laughs> yeah, it takes time in the beginning to set it up. But in the, in return, like in the end, it saves you so much time because yeah. oftentimes you'll find yourself repeating yourself over and over because a lot of times your clients or your potential clients and leads will ask you the same questions And that's like, that's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Like if you're in a very specific niche, you know, they're going to ask the same thing. So once you find yourself answering the same questions or saying the same thing or giving the same information over and over and over again, I think that's when you can look at your workflow and say, okay, what could be organized better so that it saves me more time. So the email templates, I totally stand behind, Julia. I think that that is (laughs) really- It's so helpful. Oh, my goodness. And one one tool that Julie and I both use that we are obsessed with, and this is not sponsored yet, but (laughs) we both use 17 Hats, which you may have heard of HoneyBook. That's another client management system out there that's pretty popular. But Julie and I use 17 Hats, and we send out all of our emails, contracts, scheduling, our calendars on there, bookkeeping on there. <laughs> it's a lifesaver. Literal <laughs> lifesaver. Like we're obsessed. Um, but everything basically is all in one place. So um, for us, 17 Hats is a great 
tool, but um, if that's not something that would work for you, then just find some kind of client management or project management system that you can put in place for you to be able to go go to every single day to look at your contacts, what's happening with your leads, what's happening with your calendar. It's so much more organized to just have everything all in one space. So yeah. I can't live without 17 hats. I don't know about you, Julia. But I can't either. <laughs> definitely <laughs> we not. We need it. Yes. And another thing to that is batch creating is very helpful, especially for us right now with podcasting. We like to batch create episodes, um, even Instagram posts. If you can plan out your feed ahead and batch create, that will allow you to be more present and enjoy life a little bit more. And Mm -hmm. like we said earlier, time is so valuable. So that's why it's important to do these things. And even to like write down your to do's. We talked about doing like a brain dump on a Google Doc or in your notes in an earlier episode. But Mm -hmm. writing all of these things down on a big to do list is very important. Like we said, we always have things running through our brains. So we are big on to-do list and writing things down. Yeah. And to go to that point of like batch working and writing things down, like for me on Monday, it's the start of a new week, I like to sit down and kind of brain dump onto a physical piece of paper, like all the things that I need to do for the week and kind of then make a priority list and then kind of like guess what I can get done, like what's a realistic amount of things I could get done today on Monday. And then what's the next priority list of things to do on Tuesday and, you know, so on and so forth. So to kind of batch work in that way. And then I also definitely second the Instagram post thing, because for me, like I will create, I'll pick like one day and it's usually on a Monday that I'll sit down and kind of like plan out the week or the next two weeks of Instagram posts. And that is super helpful because I get so stressed out about Instagram feeds and posts and all of that. Oh, yeah. Because it's so time consuming to like write the caption. And then for me, like I plan out my feed using a num. So I like to see Mm -hmm. what it looks like and all of that. I want to make sure that, you know, when somebody looks at my feed, it's aesthetic and it goes with my brand. So anyway, I like to plan all of that out. And to do it in advance and do it on one day so that the rest of the week or the rest of the next two weeks, I don't have to think about that. That's what we mean by like, it might take a bit of time to set up that system to start like when you're doing it, but then the rest of the week or the next two weeks or next month, you have, you don't have to think about it again. So it's really, really uh, time saving in the end, even though it takes a lot of time just to sit down and do it in initially, it does save you time in the end. So that's really helpful. Yeah. So I definitely agree with that point, Julia. But I know when my weeks are more structured like that, I feel like there's so much more balance in my own personal life as well. And totally just to go off that. Yeah, for sure. And like just to go off that point too is um, like everybody's like we said, everybody's workflow is going to look different. Everybody's routine is going to look different. Um, like I like to have a slower morning. Um, I feel like I'm a little more productive if I wake up early some days though, but then other days like I do like to have that slower morning. So I don't know. It just all depends on what works best for you, like we said. Yeah, definitely. I, I totally agree with that. And 
Yeah, I definitely think that if you just set up systems for yourself just to end it like on this point, then in the end, it's going to save you time and it's going to make you more organized. It's going to help you be like less forgetful of things. And also, I think it creates more of a sense of like accomplishment when you're able to finish tasks because you like set that aside, like say you you set Monday aside for editing, like I'm just going to edit this session on Monday. And then when you're done, you're like, okay, you don't have to feel like, oh my gosh, I need to rush on to the next thing. It's like, okay, I have a sense of accomplishment now. I can check that off my list. That's what I had to do today. I did it and now I'm done. I don't have to, I don't have to continue just working, continue. Now let me jump to this. Now let me jump to that until next thing you know, it's nine o'clock at night. Like you could just say, I'm just doing this today. That's it. Once that's done, I'm done. And not only am I just done, but I've just accomplished A, B, and C. Like you can kind of look back because sometimes I think if I don't write things down, I'm like, what did I even do today? I feel like I did a million things and your brain's just like not organized. So yes, in conclusion, you are your own boss and you have to create that structure for yourself because nobody else will. And that's why we're both super passionate about work life and finding that balance. But I wanted to recap our tips real quick and then we will um, close out today. So tip number one, be mindful when you plan. Number two, prioritize your health mentally, physically, spiritually, all of the above. Uh, Tip number three is give yourself grace. And tip number four, you have to say no to things. And tip number five, you can't do it all on your own. Create systems and outsource when you can amazing. So we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you want more amazing education, go to www.equippedcreatives.com. You can also find all of our show notes from each episode on our blog there. And be sure to rate our podcast and leave us a review. This helps our podcast so, so much and allows us to keep creating more free education for you guys. So that's all that we have for you today. We hope you guys have an amazing day. We can't wait to hear from you. Thanks for listening to the Equipped Creatives Podcast. For more education, go to www.equippedcreatives.com.